All right, we're going to look at some scriptures here in, uh, let's see, we're going to turn to Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6 is a real familiar story here, and I want to share some things with you today. I had a dream last night, okay? And it was really an incredible dream because in the dream, I saw our church and I saw all the drywall had been hung and uh, I saw that a lot of it had even been finished, okay? Hadn't been painted yet, but I saw that in my dream and it just actually so real, so vivid. It's like, wow, I'm going to go over there. You know, it's, we're ready to go, you know? We're ready to have church. And so uh, we just know that that's confirmation of things are moving forward and, and God has given us the breakthrough that we need. You know, I was at our, uh, I was at our convention in Texas and uh, we had a, there was a minister that was there and, and he spoke on that last night of the convention and he really spoke a prophetic word. He said, I don't know, he said, there's someone here and you've had nothing but a struggle and a roadblock, and everything has seemed to be turned against you, and you felt like quitting, you felt like giving up, and I just feel impressed of God to say that in six months, there's a great breakthrough coming, all right? And so we said, Debbie and I looked at each other and said, that's us, you know? And then after the deal was over, Brandon came to me, he said, Dad, he said, that was us, that was, that was, that was you guys. And so we just know that God is working, and God is moving, and God has got a perfect plan and a perfect timetable for everything. And so just continue to be with, with us in a prayer, prayer about that. And the, the, the most important thing is this, okay, that people would come to Christ, okay? That's what it's all about. It's not about gathering a crowd, but it's about trying to win people, preaching the gospel, praying that the Holy Spirit would draw lost people to Jesus, and that seeing people saved. That is what the goal is all about, all right? And so continue to pray with us about that, okay? Sometimes I get talking, I get praying about the church, and I get, Frank, I get talking to God about the church, and why is the church not finished? And you know what happens? The Holy Spirit convicts me, and the Holy Spirit says, you ought to start praying about lost souls, Okay? Because all that building is, is a tool. That building is an instrument, okay? It's a, it's a place where we can come and we can preach the word of God. It's a come where we, place where we can come, to, to come together and meet, fellowship, and, and uh, just do life together. But it's just a tool, okay? But ultimately, it's about winning the lost, bringing the lost to Jesus. So pray with us about bringing the lost to Jesus. Daniel chapter 6, verse number 10 says this. And when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home. He knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he has always done, giving thanks to his God. And then the officials went together to Daniel's house. They found him praying, asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about the law did you not sign a, sign a law that for the next 30 days any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, human except you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king replied, that decision stands. It is the official law of the Medes and the, and the Persians that cannot be revoked. Then they told the king, that man Daniel, one of the captives from Judah, is ignoring you and your law he still prays to his God three times a day. Today I want to talk to you about, we've been in this series of pursuing God, all right? 
And I want to talk to you about something very important today, and that is this, our daily devotion to God. And we got to ask ourselves this question, what do I devote myself to every single day? All of us have some kind of a, a daily ritual, okay? Some of us, the very first thing that we do is when we wake up in the morning, I know a lot of you is going to be able to identify with this. What do we do? We reach over, we pick up our phone, and what do we do? We go immediately to social media. And we check out, we scroll down, we see how many likes we got, how many shares we got, how many comments we got, and we're checking out our friends and their pictures and what they're doing and their kids. We got a ritual, okay? Maybe we like to post stuff on Instagram, okay? I heard that some people like to sit around and every day and watch crazy TikTok videos. <laughs> Maybe that's you, okay? I don't know, but every one of us has got some kind of a daily ritual. We've got some kind of a daily routine. You say, Pastor Bob, that is much too juvenile for me. And the thing that I'm into more than anything else is getting in my 10,000 steps. Because I got to get into my 10,000 steps today or 20,000 steps today. There's some of us, we got this daily ritual where, where we have a 30-minute workout every single day. You see, all of us have some kind of routine that we follow. It makes us feel good. It's what brings, uh, seems to bring order to our life. Every person has something that they devote themselves to each and every day, and there are things that we prioritize every single day. We do them without fail. And so I ask you the question, is there something in your life that you just can't miss every single day, okay? Now, there's uh, only a couple people in the room that knew my grandma Roark, okay? She is a great lady, She's a Christian lady. She loved God with all of her heart. She loved people with all of her heart. Debbie Cole knew my grandma Roark. My, of course, my mother knew grandma Roark. That was her mom, okay? Brandon and Becca, Brandon, Brandon and Becca, Brandon and Lauren can vaguely remember Grandma Rourke. Brandon can remember probably better, a lot better. Lauren can remember, okay? But she was a wonderful lady, okay? But she had a secular devotion every single day, okay? Do you remember what it was, Mom? Don't say what it was, but I'm, I'm going to tell you what it was, okay? Here's what it was. She had something she did every single day. She watched her stories, My grandma, the great woman of faith that she was, was addicted to soap operas, okay? And every single day, I could go there without fail, I guarantee, she's watching A Guiding Light, okay? And every single, I got to watch those. I got to get, I got to get caught, get, got to get caught up. You can watch it like once a year and be caught up. You know what I'm talking about. You've watched them before, <laughs> You know, you could, yeah, <laughs> you could actually, if you're, a, those of you, us, every one of us have been students at one time. We had the three months off for the summer. You could watch it for the three months out of the summer and be caught up for the whole year. Because it's just like, it's just like, it's picking up back where, you know, where it ended, you know, at the end of August, 
It's, it's, it's kind of the same place in June when you get out of school nine months later, okay? But she, was a, she, she loved to watch it every single day, okay? And so the, the question I pose to you today is this. Is there something that you devote yourself to each and every, every day? And the first point that I want to talk to you about is this, that what we devote ourselves to each day will become the master of our life. What you do every day will become the master of your life. What you consume every day will become the master of your life. And this series has dealt with pursuing God. What we need is we need a daily devotion to God. We need to daily be seeking God. And our life, your life will change when you make seeking God your daily devotion. When you make going after God Every single day. We, we've, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to preach against social media. I'm not here to preach against TikTok, okay? I'm not even here to preach against soap operas, okay? But I'm saying this, that, that, that whatever we consume on a daily basis will eventually become the master of our life. And there's sometimes that we need to let go of some things because it's messing up and interfering with our daily devotion to God. And this daily devotion to God God can carry us through so much, so many difficulties. It can carry us through everything that we go through in our life because our soul needs to be nourished every single day. And our life will begin to change when we start going after God every single day, okay? Our life will begin to change. Our life begins to change when we take some stuff and kind of put it on hold and instead just really start going after God. Okay, I, I've, I've mentioned this to you in the past six weeks, okay? I, I've had something happen to me this summer, okay, where I had some things in my life. They weren't bad things. They weren't wicked things. They weren't evil things. But I've got some things in my life I kind of put on hold so I could go after God more, okay? Uh, like the selection of my radio station when I'm driving down the road in my car, okay? There's just some stuff that I've, I've put that, I put this on hold so I could spend more time going after God. And I'll tell you this, that God, it's revolutionizing my life. And when we have that daily devotion, it will rock your world today. It'll turn everything upside down because our soul wants to be nourished every single day. And daily, we need to rekindle our first love with Jesus Christ. We, we need to continually build ourselves up in the Holy Spirit. We need a brand new prayer. We need a brand new injection of God's word into our heart and into our soul. What we need is this. We need a fresh touch of Jesus Christ every single day. All right? You say, well, I don't want to become a spiritual fanatic. I don't want to become a crazy, weirdo, spiritual guy. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about having a daily devotion to God and say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm taking some time to really get serious with you. I'm taking some time to talk to you. God, I'm giving you some premium time to sit down and read your word, you know? And I know there's some of you, and, and maybe you're frustrated. I've, I've had a couple of people talk to me, and they're frustrated about their level of reading God's Word. And I said, you don't have to read 10 chapters. You don't have to do that, okay? If you could just read 10 verses 
and meditate upon that and get that in your heart and get that in your spirit. That's, part, that's what a daily devotion is, okay? Now, if you want to sit in and read for an hour, that's great too, okay? But I'm not telling you necessarily have to do that, but, but we need this daily devotion where we're soaking in the things of God because we need a fresh touch from the Lord. We, we need a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. We need a refilling of the Holy Spirit in our life. We need to fall back in love with the Lord every single day because we need this daily fellowship with God. And we can't allow stuff to interfere with our fellowship of God because our soul is longing for this fellowship and communion with the Lord. And what we give our attention and devotion to will really become the master of our life, you know? I didn't really intend on saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I was listening to, I, I, was listening to, uh, I think I was listening to a bot radio station, and a guy was on there, and he said that, now, okay, 69% of guys that go to church spend at least some time every month. These are 69% of guys that go to church, men, 69%. Spend at least some measure of time through the month watching pornography. Whoa, that's a wake-up call. Okay? These aren't, these, this isn't the guy that you saw at, at, at IGA, okay? These are people that go to church. And so I begin to think about that, okay? I begin to think about what, what would happen if we got rid of, guys, what would happen if we got rid of that? Okay, what would happen to our marriage? What would happen to our walk and relationship with Jesus Christ if we got rid of that junk and we got rid of that garbage in our life? And you say, well, it's not me. Okay, it, it, okay. 69%, okay? There's, there's a huge problem. And, and it's a distraction from our, from our walk and our relationship with God. We need a daily walk with the Lord. Our soul wants this fellowship and communion with the Lord. And, what, and really the thought that hit me was, I thought the average man that's going to church is probably spending a lot more on pornography. Now, boy, God help us. We're spending more on pornography than we would ever give in an offering. Whoa! Why? How is that? Because what we devote ourselves to every single day will become the master of our life, okay? And I, I just, I'll just stay right here for just a minute. If you consume that every single day, that thing is going to destroy you, okay? That, that thing will, will, will destroy your marriage. It will destroy every area and every aspect of your life is what it will do. But we need that da daily devotion to God today. Our, our soul is longing for it. Some people say, I love God but they never talk to God. Some people say, I love God, but they never read God's love letter. They never read the Bible. They never do. They say, man, I just love God. I just, there's something about God. I just love it. They say, I love God's people, but I never go to church, but I love God's people. I, I, someone, someone posted, they said, we shouldn't have to beg Christian people to come to church. You know, I see a lot of stuff I'd really like to share, but I don't, Okay. Because I'm afraid someone's really going to get offended by that. But it's like, wow, that's really that's that's great stuff right there. You know, I shouldn't have to beg. I, I'm glad you're here today. I shouldn't have to beg you to come to the house of God. All right. 
or, or where, if you're watching online, whatever church you live in, there's people watching from all around the country. I've got some friends that's watching from South Africa, right, and David and Annalene Maletzi. They, they say we're watching on, on, from in South Africa, okay? And wherever you're at today, that, 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 that God is speaking a word into our, our heart. When I was a teenager, I went to camp. We loved to go to camp. We went to the same exact, exact camp today that you guys went to this year. Debbie and I did. We went there, okay? And uh, back in those days, you're not going to believe this, we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> what we had was we had tin cans with a string. That's what we had, okay? There's no cell phones, all right? And long-distance phone calls were way too expensive. Our parents, there is no way you're going to make a, there is no way you're calling your friends in St. Louis, you know? You are not going to do it. It's, that's too much money. You're not going to do it. So here's what we did. We would get everybody's address. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I think about now. I, it's funny for me, too, you know. <laughs> I'm leaving camp with, like, nine people's addresses. And then I go home, and I'm writing all these people. I say people, they were all girls, okay? But <laughs> we're writing letters. <laughs> we're writing letters, okay? The best thing about writing to nine different girls in nine different towns, you can tell everyone the same thing. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It wasn't like, they were like sisters to me. It wasn't like that, okay? And there's nothing, hey, there's nothing that was better than getting a letter in response to the one you had sent the week prior to that, okay? But there was that, you know, that desire. Listen, God, the point I'm making is this. God wants to hear from you, okay? And it's, it's very simple. It's very easy. We just, we, we're driving down the road, and when you're driving down the road, you can be talking to God, okay? You can be sharing with God. You can be talking to God. You can be open and honest with God about all your struggles. You can be open and honest with God about all your questions, you can be open and honest with God about all your frustrations, okay? But I want to encourage you, just go to God because our spirit man needs this daily devotion. Our spirit man needs this daily time with God, communicating with God, opening up ourselves. God wants to hear from us via a very simple prayer. What is prayer? It's just opening your mouth and talking to God, Okay? You say, I have a hard time articulating. Well, try anyway, okay? Because the Bible says that even if we're groaning and we're struggling, that the Holy Spirit, you know, intercedes for us and God makes sense of whatever we're saying. <laughs> I say, I just don't know how to put it into words. Just tell, try to tell him anyway. Because we need this daily devotion. God wants to talk to us through his word. So you and I need to devote ourselves every single day because what we devote ourselves to every single day 
proves what is the master of our life. And if you'll make God the master of your life and you'll go after God every single day, things will begin to change. If you'll go after God every single day, your perspective will change. If you'll go after God every single day, your attitude and your outlook in life will change. The way you see other people will change. Your bitterness will change. Your anxiety will begin to change. You'll begin to have the peace that passes all understanding if you'll stop filling your heart and mind with everything else and learning to go after God every single day. All right? Now let me see how much time I got, okay? The greatest example of daily devotion is found in the life of Daniel. Okay? Daniel's a fantastic book, okay? I know there's some really heavy stuff in there. You get toward the back of the book. It's like, what's up with that? I don't care. What's up with that? I don't understand it, okay? But, you know, there's lots of Daniels very easy to read. A lot of great stories in there. A lot of great lessons we can learn. But the, the, the greatest example of devotion in the Bible is found in the life of Daniel. Because Daniel prayed not once a day. He didn't talk to God once a day. He didn't talk to God twice a day. He talked to God Three times every single day. He prayed. Why? He talked to God because he knew that he needed God. And Daniel didn't pray to get noticed by other people. Daniel wasn't praying so other people would brag on him. He wasn't praying so he could brag on himself. Daniel prayed because he needed God and he loved God. He knew that he had a lot of responsibility in his life, and so he needed to talk to God with all of his heart. He needed to spend that time. Daniel knew that he needed wisdom and he needed direction. You know what? You and I need wisdom and direction right now today. And we got to have that daily devotion. And Daniel is a wonderful example. He didn't pray to get recognized by other people. He knew that he needed God every single day in his life. The second thing I want to talk to you about very quickly is this. Pray without ceasing. Go after God without ceasing. Here's Daniel. He's living in a foreign country that was hostile toward God. It kind of sounds like America, you know. But Daniel found favor with God because he was fully devoted to God. If, listen, if you get totally devoted to God, it won't matter what people say about you because God will work and advocate on your behalf. God will move on your behalf. God will change situations and circumstances on your behalf. But you and I have got to get the junk and the garbage out of our life so we can take that time of daily devotion and go after God. And then we can say, listen, God, I, I, there's some stuff going on right now. I just, I'm frustrated with it. I don't like it. But God said, listen, that's okay. I'm working through the midst of all of it. I'm going to eventually turn it around and I'm going to receive glory out of it. I'm going to eventually turn it around, and you're going to know why, okay? Right now, Corey and Emily, you don't know why. One of these days, you will. God is building you up. God is helping you so you can help someone else. And so we're going after God. David or Daniel found favor of the Lord 
because he continually prayed without ceasing. He found favor with God because he daily went after God. And prayer is that simple conversation with God, as I've already said. Promotion and advancement will come. Some of us are frustrated because we're not getting promoted. Some of us are frustrated because we're not being advanced. Some of us are frustrated because no one even notices. Listen, God notices. God knows what you're doing. God knows what you've devoted yourself to. And so I encourage you to continue to be faithful in whatever God has given you to do. You know, we, we've spent so much time frustrated with the church, frustrated with the building not being done. I've got to be honest with you. Total frustration. And you know what God told me, Joe? What can you do? <laughs> Is there something that you can do, you know? Is there something you can do? I said, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. I could insulate a wall. I could do this. I could do that. I could... I got a piece of pipe I could put up. I got this. And God said, stop complaining and just do what you can do. I have, I've, there's, there's a guy that I know that had him and his wife ran a, 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 a women's abuse shelter. And it was in dire need of repair and rebuilding. And he was talking to God. God, we need money. We need money, God, to build and repair the women's abuse clinic. God, when are you going to send in the money that we need? We need so many thousands of dollars. He said he was praying and talking to God about it. And God said, don't you have two gallons of paint in the back room? Yes, I do, God. God said this, start painting. Start doing what you can do and stop being frustrated with everything else. So he said, that's what I did. I went out back. I got the two gallons of paint. I started painting. He said, something amazing happened. Before I ran out of paint, money started coming in. God says this, stop being frustrated about everything else and come after me and do what you can do, okay? Be faithful in what you can do and trust me. The promotion will come in time. The advancement will come in time. The completion will come in my time. Put the kingdom of God first and God will bring advancement. Here was the king. The king found that Daniel was wiser and more capable than any other leader in Babylon. He had 120 provinces, okay? Kind of like 120 counties, okay? And so what he does is he takes and puts 120 leaders over 120 provinces. And then he picks out his three best guys. Daniel's one of them. He's got two other guys. He puts those three over the 120. And over the course of time, the scripture says this, that Daniel proved the most capable. It says this, Daniel proved the most dependable. Everything he did with excellence. So the king says this, I'm going to promote Daniel, not to the third position, to the first position. Second only to me. Because he is the best that there is. Advancement and promotion comes from God. It won't be easy, okay? Because when God advances you, sometimes people get jealous, okay? 
And when God advanced you, sometimes people start fighting against you. But be faithful to God, okay? Continue to go after God. Continue to press after God. I, I, I've, I've, I've been going after God harder in the past two or three years than I've ever gone after God in my whole life. But I seem to be facing more adversity than ever before. <laughs> but it doesn't bother me a bit. It doesn't bother me. We just keep pressing and say, God, I'm going to stay faithful to what you told me to do. I'm going to stay faithful to what you've called us to do. I'm going to stay faithful to preach the gospel. I'm going to stay faithful to love people. I want to be faithful. That's what, da that's what Daniel did. Other people became jealous of him. Other people tried to find fault in him. But the king promoted Daniel in Babylon. The king lifted him up, raised him up. I'm going to stop right there today. So here's what I want you to get out of this message today. That what we devote ourselves to will become the master of our life. And sometimes we're not even thinking about it. We are devoting ourselves to stuff that's only going to destroy us. All right? We've got to devote ourselves to what is going to lift us. We've got to devote ourselves to what's going to build us. We've got to devote ourselves to what is going to develop our heart, our mind, our body, our soul, our character. And I will tell you this, if you go after God, he will develop your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, your character. God will do that. But we've got to go after him. Not just, we've we got to get past this point of saying that we're going after God. Because most of us, including myself, we talk a real good game on Sunday. You got it? We, we just... You know, as soon as people find out I'm a preacher, they get all spiritual with me, you know. Well, my, bless God, my grandma was a preacher. You know, they, they're, and they're telling me all the stuff they think I want to hear. You know, I don't care. You know, praise God for your grandma, but, you know, what's God doing in your life? That's what matters more than anything. So, so listen, you can fake me out, okay? You can, you can. You can trick me into believing anything, but God knows. God knows. And so what we go after every day will eventually become the master of our life. And what do you want to become the master of your life? Do you want love and joy and peace, goodness and gentleness, mercy, long-suffering? What do you want in your life? Or do you want, you know, famine and war and disease and, and sickness what do you want in your life? What we go after every single day will determine what is the master of our life. And I want to encourage you to go after God and to begin to talk to God every single day. You say, I'm frustrated, Pastor Bob. I'm not getting the recognition. I'm frustrated, Bob. I'm not, I'm not getting in the advancement. I'm not getting in the promotion. That's okay. God's got a perfect time. He's going to raise you up. Help someone else win. And in time, God will help you win. Okay? Help someone else reach their goal. And in time, God will help you reach your goal. Help someone else reach their calling. And God will help you reach your calling and your gifting. When we stand before God, there's only one thing I will have to give account for. Not someone else's talents. Not someone else's gift. My gift. 
how I use my gift, how I use what God told me to do. And so I want to go after God every single day. I want to, I want to pray without ceasing. I want to talk to God. It's a simple thing to talk to God. It's a simple thing to get out the Bible and just pop it open and read it. Sometimes we pull up, Debbie and I pull up to Walmart, and I'm thinking, I don't need to go in Walmart. I, don't, I really don't need to go in there. Hun, going in there, I'm just going to read a few, few verses of Scripture. You know, and I'll open up my Bible app, and I'll just sit there, and I'll just read a little bit. Or if I'm frustrated, I'm at DMV. I, I read my Bible at DMV. Someone said, I think it's got to be in leather. No, it don't. No, it don't. I've done more Bible reading since I went on an app than I ever did when I was in leather. I'm standing, I'm frustrated. I'm at Walmart. I'm in line. I'm in line. Knowing that I got, knowing I got to check myself out. It's okay. I got a couple minutes. I'm just going to read a few verses of Scripture. We, we make it so hard. We make it so difficult. It's not difficult. It's not difficult talking to the Lord. Years ago, I worked, I drove every day for about six months from Jeff City, Missouri to Macon, Missouri. That's 90 miles. I drove back and forth. Debbie and I first got married. Back and forth every day. Did I like it? No, I didn't like it. I would have rather been with my newlywed wife. But I spent time, that whole 90 minutes, I'd be talking to God. It's not hard. Daily devotion is not hard. It's easy. Because God is there. And we got to open up and start talking to Him. We need that daily time. We need that daily devotion. we got to press in and make God our priority. Because what we devote ourselves every day will become the master of our life. And I'll tell you this. He said this. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I will give you rest. For my yoke is e easy and my burden is light. He's an easy boss to work for. All right? The benefits are off the charts. And so I choose to go after God every single day. Even when, when I don't feel like it. There's a lot of days I don't feel like it. I don't feel like talking to God. I don't feel like talking to anyone. I want to kick my dog. I, you know, I do it anyway because I know it builds me, gets me a place I need to be. Let's close with prayer. Dear God, right now we just thank you, Lord, for the life of Daniel. Such an amazing example of a man that went after you in spite of people that didn't like him, people that were jealous of him, people found fault in him. He did not let that distract him. He continued to go back and pray in spite of the threats of the enemy, in spite of laws that were hostile toward him, in spite of laws that were made to deter him and to stop his prayer. He kept going after you every single day, God. And Lord, you advanced him. You promoted him. In your time, you brought it all to pass and you brought it all together and you did it to bring glory to yourself. And God, we thank you, Lord. I pray, God, that like Daniel, we'll find that time of daily devotion. 
We'll find that time of daily prayer. We'll find that time to daily read your word, whether it's one verse or 10 or 100 or whatever it might be, that we give ourselves to you, God, because you want to communicate with us. And God, we need to communicate with you. And God, I pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. God bless you this morning. Would you stand with us? Let's let's